Yo, 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 yo. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's the Great Debate Show. Oh. I'm wrong. Yeah, okay, right. my fault, my fault. <laughs> With your host, Jarvis, Jeffries, Terrence, Smith, Nick Ely, we back and we better than ever, baby, in the building. And we are here to talk about our top 25 wide receivers of all time. But first, we want to talk about week 13. Week 13 is going to be amazing. Not that the schedule is all that, but there's one game in particular that um, is going to be the game of the week, possibly the game of the year. At least I'm sure myself and Nick Ely think so. I'm Jarvis Jeffries. This is Terrence Smith, Nick Ely. It's the Great Debate Show. We're available wherever you get your podcast. Hit the follow button. Rate, review, follow, share with anybody and everybody that you know that loves to hear sports and sports debates like this. Nobody does it better, baby. All right, so here we go. Terrence, go ahead and let us have it. Niners at Eagles. This is the matchup that everybody's been waiting for, regardless of what the players say, regardless of what the team, right. the coaches, the players say. This game has been circled since the first day of training camp. T, go ahead and whatever you want to. Um, before we get started, though, I want to play one interesting okay. skit. Just real briefly, just to see what Nick has to say about this and what he thinks. And the reason why I want to play this is because I have a little theory on why the Philadelphia Eagles will not go back to the Super Bowl or be the champions. So they won't win the NFC either, I don't think. And this could be some of the reasons why they won't. This is the one that let's, I heard um, Let's listen, shall we, to this if it will play. You shared it with the group this morning, and I heard it. Okay. I heard this, and I wanted to play it. Let me. We're getting close to it. Hold on. Where did I? Where did that start? Here we go. Here we go. Let's go. There is. We went back seven years. They All right, so here we go. Watch out to hear this. This is about the Philadelphia Eagles. Situationally, great roster got to the Super Bowl last year. They are so good in close games. I mean, I've never seen anything quite like it, right? But is there a downside to that? Oh, there is. We went back seven years. Super Bowl champs. Ten plus point wins. You see, teams that win the Super Bowl flex. They blow out teams. And you know that in college, but it's true in pro football. If you go to the last seven Super Bowl champs, Patriots had 10 wins over 10 points. Eagles, 2017, Nick Foles, 7. Patriots, 8. Chiefs, 7. Bucks, 8. Rams, 6. Chiefs, 7. If you go back a decade, there's only one exception. Denver Broncos, 2015, but that was that Brock Osweiler, old Peyton Manning circus year, right? Like they couldn't get the quarterback thing right. And that was also the best defense we've all probably seen in the last 10 years. Philly doesn't have that. In fact, in NFL history, Philadelphia has the second worst point differential for any team that's won 10 of their first 11. They don't flex because they can't flex. You can love Kyle. Love him or hate him. He may have a point, guys. And I just wanted to play that because he's basically saying that, and again, he may be reaching here, but what he's trying to say is that at some point, the close games, the one-score games that they're winning here, Nick, may catch up to your Eagles here eventually. He's almost saying that 
the Eagles could be last year's Minnesota Vikings. And uh, when I as we get ready to break down this Niner Eagle game, I'll explain to you why the Eagles may do exactly what Colin Cowherd just said there that you heard him say. But I just wanted to play that part because he thinks, and the statistics show he gave facts, not opinions, that the past teams for the past decade, at least the past seven eight years, these Super Bowl teams and champions really want a lot of. You know, like 10-plus point games. The Niners got a lot of 10-point-plus wins this year. The Cowboys have a, a shitload of 10-plus point wins this year. The Eagles, not so much. It's one score. Just like the Eagles, just like the Vikings last year, who were 11-0. But what happened in the playoffs? They lost the first one. Like, they could just run out of juice or run out of gas at some point. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I thought that, that was very... Um, very good. It made sense to me, and I wanted everybody to hear it and see what y'all thought about it. It's so interesting what happens with the Eagles. It's almost like it's almost like the whole country hates us. <laughs> oh man! Now y'all the Cowboys, huh? <laughs> because let's look, I mean, just let's, like let's see what happened. Yeah. So last year, nobody believed that we would be the team to go to the Super Bowl because. The teams we were playing were we were playing a bad schedule and we were blowing teams out. I remember that. And you know you're gonna get to the playoffs and it's gonna be tough because you ain't played nobody. And we went to the Super Bowl and then we lost to the Chiefs. And now this year it was yeah they got a y'all got a real schedule in front of y'all. I don't know what y'all gonna do da da da. And we come out and win ten of our first eleven. And because we didn't blow out these great teams and because all these other teams are blowing out sorry teams, now it's well we're the Minnesota Vikings of this year. Problem is the Minnesota Vikings only did it for one year, and we knew they were fraudulent the whole time. We all knew it. So, call us what you want. I, uh, quite frankly, have no concerns going to the game this Sunday um, or the game following that when we go visit the Cowboys. I don't have any concerns with anybody that we play. I feel like we're the best team in the league. We've shown to be the best team in the league. The record says we're the best team in the league. Um, we play the the other best teams in the league, and we keep beating all of them. We had one bad week against the New York Jets. whoop de doo Sorry, I know the Jets suck. So, I mean, hey, a loss is a loss, but it, everybody gets one. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man tell you that. Everybody get one. Mm-hmm. So, that's what it is. We had one bad week against the Jets. That's our only blemish. We, we beat the Bills already. We beat the Cowboys already. We beat the Dolphins already. And we're about to beat the 49ers this week. Uh Listen, I, I I look at that like we beat the Chiefs already. I missed that one. Yeah, uh, Bill Parcells used to always say that you you are what your record says. Mm-hmm. You are. Mm-hmm. So Bill I, Parcells I, a great coach. I always hated that too. I, I am not going to. Now I think he meant it more for teams that were like four and seven. It's like oh well, we only you know we lost this game by a field goal, but your record says you're out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's really what he went what he meant. But I won't apply it to this because. I appreciate teams that can edge out close games. I appreciate teams that when it, when it gets tough, you stick to you what you do, and what you do is win games. Yeah, uh, their style of play, they're, they're physical on both sides of the ball, but they also have a finesse element uh, to where they can throw the ball deep, or where they can um, uh, do some 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 you know some outside runs, or they can do the, the Philadelphia Eagles can really do everything. So I'm I'm not going to try to nitpick on. How many points they win by? Now, of course, mm-hmm. a lot of those games, if you know, when you got to use if, then that's 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 more of a that's more of a, a indictment on the other team, in my opinion. You know, uh, when you have Josh Allen who threw the ball to the wrong side of the field when 
his receiver breaks open in the lead, breaks open in the uh, end zone wide open, and he just threw the ball to the wrong place. That's not the Eagles' fault. Right. The Eagles came down and they executed the offense perfectly. And I respect that more than I respect the team that just didn't get it right in crunch time. Mm-hmm. The Bills never get it right, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. So no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't give much credence to that, man. Those guys, they're coming out, they're tough. They're getting, they always get the tough yards. We'll have a conversation about the twitch push at some other time, but. Uh, <laughs> and and Roger Goodell says he wants that. Band he wants too. that ban, and I dis, I do. Shout out to Roger Goodell. I do not like that. I do, I do not like that. Listen. He is the biggest proponent of the no fun league that there is. Yeah, if 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 it's a situation where this play was such an issue, why can't everybody do it? Everybody can't do it because they don't have a quarterback to squat six hundred pounds. And it's also more to it than that though. I mean, like they, they literally just push him. And, also, and they won't blow a whistle. And also I want to say this the, the NFL is sorry as hell for suspending that uh photographer that, that uh Tyreek Hill did the celebration video with his phone. That was some sorry shit. Yeah, what? so so you remember earlier in the season where Tyreek Hill ran a touchdown? Took, took the, the, I remember the that. And did the backflip. Did the backflip. They suspended the photographer. What did he have to? What, what did he do? I, they said I think they said because he celebrated or something the touchdown. Because I guess because he's a uh, an, an employee of the NFL that he's yeah. supposed to be impartial. Looked like he just took his phone. Right. How well, what the, what the hap- what happened was the guy has done some work with Tyreek Hill before. Yeah, they're he's a college intern. Okay. Uh, and in business, in, in business together. Yeah, and uh, so the time when Tyreek Hill scored a touchdown, he recognized the guy and reached for his phone and did the backflip. And the guy celebrated Tyreek Hill doing the backflip, but they, you know, it's, it's almost like a um, uh, an, an issue with ethics, right? Like mm. you're working for the NFL, but you're rooting for one team. Oh, you can't root for the other, you know. Right, so, right, right. I understand. Uh, I feel, but I. I don't understand. I I, I, like, I get it. I'm not agreeing it. with it, but I get it because I think it's nitpicking to the point. Nobody had they not suspended him, we wouldn't have known that. I mean, that's you know? a, that's almost like like don't let Greeny say that he's a Jet fan every damn day on Get Up. But he's not. A, but he's not an NFL employee, right? I mean, but he's he's covering it every day. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I you got know. you. I guess. Um, I guess. here, but here's the thing I want to say to that young man, and I don't mean just. Not just trying to call out him, but yeah. like now these days, like everybody just come for years growing up as a kid, we didn't know that Chris Berman was a Buffalo Bill fan. It was like almost frowned mm. upon yeah. to yeah. to actually let anybody know that we have a team too. You know, yeah. of course they do. They're not just neutral on this stuff, right. but they're doing a job. And they don't let you know that they're they all fans. Grew up, they all grew up sports fans. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, but the only way we would really know is like, why does he pick the Bills every year to be the Super Bowl? Right. But he didn't tell you he was a fan. So, yeah. but now everything is just out in the clear. So, mm-hmm. but okay, I got you, T. He's yeah, a, and he's an employee of the NFL. Yeah, so. and the only thing I can say to that young man is, don't let that get you down. That that is a door that closed, but I'm sure it's one that's going to open up even greater opportunities. Yeah. And the kid's like 20, 21 years old. I think Tyreek Hill eventually covered his salary. Yeah, so he's fine. It's the NFL's loss. Uh, they have been really strict on everything this year. And you Tell know what? At, at some point, we got to revisit this whole Goodell thing, and we can we can say that for another episode. But yeah, you know, I I he's he's been in there a lot longer than Paul Tagliabue ever was, and I think it's because you know the NFL is so profitable. But oh, how long was Tagliabue the commissioner? Man, I don't know, but I don't think he was there this long. Hmm, maybe I, I, I thought Tagliabue was there for a minute. I don't know. Goodell, I realize how long Goodell has been there now. Goodell's been there since what about 06? 05? 05, I believe. I don't know how it's long Tackle, I don't know how long Tackle Book was around, but it was much funner. The league oh, was much funner. Oh five, so that'd be what eighteen years. 19? Yeah, that's a long 18, time. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. And he's going to be there a lot longer. He's going to be there a lot longer. That is correct. He is going to be there a lot longer. That is correct. I'm getting old. I'm not getting old either. Fuck that. You can't get old if you've been old. I've been old. Right. I'm growing. Okay, so basically, man, I mean, who's going to win this game, though, man? The Niners at the Eagles. The Eagles, come on, man. I I, I laid it out for you. Why are they going to win? Y'all still haven't fixed your offensive line. Why are they going to win? Y'all still haven't fixed the offensive line. We still going to be old. What do you mean? It says you. Of all people. Okay. Well, I'll explain when my time Yeah, it's, it's, it's still Trent Williams and everybody else. And everybody else has got to deal with Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick and, and Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter. Good mm-hmm. luck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, even if Purdy doesn't get hurt, he's going to get hit a lot. His timing is going to be off. It's going to be difficult to operate on offense. We'll be able to put up points. Eagles by double digits. You'll be able to put up points? How many points would you pull up on the 49ers defense? Just out of curiosity. At least 30. At least thirty. Mm. So you put up thirty four. I, I set the I set the over under twenty nine and a half, and I'm taking the over. Okay. What is the over under for this for Sunday's the, game for the game? Philly? Yes. Thirty one. So they put up thirty four on us last year without our quarterback, and they're going to put up thirty one this Sunday. And we've added Chase Young. We've we've switched some things up in our secondary. Brock San Francisco minus three. Over unders forty seven and a half. 47 and a half. That sounds like a 49er game. What's the over-under for a lot of Eagle games? I'm not sure because I don't check. I don't really pay attention. But I know the Niners number is like it is nothing. Every week is about 46, maybe 45 to 48 and a half. No more than that when you're playing us. We had a 48 and a half against the Bills. 48, okay. I think that definitely went over. We went smooth over there. Yeah, we had 45 (laughs) and a half. Mm-hmm. Against the Chiefs, that went under. It's 21-17. Okay. Mm. okay, that was terrible weather, though. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We had a 46-and-a-half against the Cowboys. Okay, okay. That, so it seems like we're... That went over 28-23. Okay. Sounds like we're in the same vicinity as far as over-under numbers, but that's fine. What I'm saying, it sounds more like our number. It sounds more like this is what happens when we play and when we win. Uh, now, you say our offensive line... It's still Trent Williams and everybody else. I know I have said that over and over again. This is where I have to stop you, though. It's not just really Trent Williams and everybody else anymore. We have slowly progressed as the season has progressed. Feliciano has came in at left guard for Spencer Burford, and he's been better than him. Now Burford is back. He came back after the bye, and so we just slid Feliciano to the right guard, and he's doing good there, too. He's being He's become a hell of a good swing man. And um, his strengths is run blocking, but he's not bad at pass protection either. So I'm going to go on a limb and say we're decent enough to do what we're going to do. I trust Kyle and his game planning. I don't care about all our concepts as much. I don't. But, man, if Brock Purdy, who has 2,871 passing yards on the season, to Jalen Hurts, 2,697, 2,6,97, 2871 to 2697. Add the rushing yards. Brock Brock Purdy's completion percentage is 70.2 to Jalen Hurts 67.6. Okay. Purdy has 19 touchdowns, six interceptions. Jalen Hurts has 18 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. As the rushing touchdowns. Purdy has two rushing touchdowns. Jalen Hurts has 11 rushing touchdowns. And about um nine of those are probably tush pushes. Okay. Man, what the what are we talking about? What do you mean? You ain't going to get not one of them on Sunday. Why not? 
Because you're not. Because you're playing the San Francisco 49ers. And the 49ers are getting their lick back tomorrow. And I will put whatever you want to put on that shit. And I will double down. The 49ers are not going to lose that game. The 49ers defense, 15 and a half points per game. The Eagles offense, 28.2. We're number one. That's the Eagles number three. Mm -hmm. You get 364 yards a game on offense. That's number nine. Our defense... Allows 295.3. That's number five. Mm-hmm. Okay, your offense also, 5.4 on yards per play. Our defense allows 4.8. That's number five to y'all number 10. Third down percentage, 47.3. That's number three on your offense. That's good. We're 39.9. That's not that good. That's twenty no, number 21. That's where you may have us at on third downs. But this is what Steve Wilkes has already said, and he's right. When you play the Eagles, you don't worry about third down. You have to worry about the first two downs. It's immediately first and nine automatically when right. you're playing the Eagles Absolutely. because of that BS that Goodell right. wants to ban, and I hope he does. Make that happen, Goodell. Sound like a hater to me. <laughs> Man, it's BS, and everybody knows it. We're sick of seeing it, and that's the reason why he has 11 touchdowns, so I don't want to hear that stat. Let's look at the red zone. You're number five in that, too. 62.8%. Uh, and uh, the 49ers red zone 52.0, number 12, to Eagles number 5. I'm just looking at some of the offense versus the defense. I'm just curious but, to know how many of, of how many of these stats and these wins that y'all stacked up against teams that are good. I mean, you talk like we're the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> like Everybody we beat aren't bad. We beat the Seahawks already. That's the one. They have a winning record. Y'all, y'all beat we the beat Steelers. The, we beat the Steelers. That was week one. Everybody was a winning record then. You beat the Rams. We beat the Rams. The Rams are not as bad, and they're still in the playoff hunt. You beat the Giants. Okay. Y'all did, too. You beat the Cardinals. Okay. Y'all did, too. You beat the Cowboys. Yeah. So did John. You lost to the Browns. You lost to the Vikings. A field goal. We should have won, but yeah. Field goal, miss. And you lost to the Bengals. You lost to the Bengals. Now, that's the game that we really lost. No doubt about it. Yeah. You beat the shit out of the Jaguars. Yeah. You beat the Bucks. Yeah. You beat the Seahawks. That's it. Okay. And now we're about to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. So, so, who, so what? what so will, we, will we get respect for that? What, what, are, what are the wins that you stand on out of that? What, what, what are the what are the two year most you feel like are the best wins? The Jaguars and the Cowboys. Dallas, Jacksonville, Seattle, and um, you and, guys still have uh, Seattle again, right? We got them again after after Philly. Yeah, okay. Im- immediately after Philly, okay. we get them again two in two in three weeks. Uh, um, and, and I would also say, and I know we didn't beat Cleveland. But, man, Purdy did what he had to do to get them in winning position, and he missed the field. That's correct. That is the best. At one point, that has been the best defense in the league, if that means anything to you. That defense is better than Philly's. Okay? He ain't going to see that defense this week. The defense is good in Philly. But let me tell you. The defense is a a great – styles make fights is the situation we're looking at here. Yeah. And we pass block – we pass rush incredibly well. Mm -hmm. And – Outside of Trent Williams, y'all don't pass block all that great. It's it's gonna be a problem. You don't have to pass block very great because the ball comes out in less than three seconds. It's all schematically the way we do it, and we're gonna be open if we don't get open. And he has to hold the ball. Well, well, let me ask. He has to scramble to well, get rushed. Well, let me ask y'all this individually. Okay, Nick, I'll start with you. Nick, what is there anything on the Forty ers Anything they present that that scares you a little? The only, that they, that they the didn't only concern have. that I would have is in our linebacking core. I'm not even really that concerned from a DB standpoint because I think they done pissed them off. I would be. I concern. My concern would be the linebacker. So anybody that's got to get matched up on a George Kittle 
or Christian McCaffrey in the open field. Like that could get you know any kind of crossing routes coming from slot receivers and, and this that and the third. Like that could, that could present some problems. I feel like outside of that, I think we'll be able to move the ball. Uh, I think and I think our defensive line will be able to get to apply pressure. Uh, I think the DBs are going to play one of the better games of the season. Kevin Byard is coming to his own um, as he gets acclimated with our defense. And, he's he's uh, going to get cooked tomorrow. I think I think it's going to be one of our one of our best games as uh, you know as a complete team. Okay. All right, Jarvis. Is there anything that the, that the Eagles do that maybe maybe that even that they didn't do during the playoff game that maybe it scares you a little bit? Uh yeah. The only thing that I say will scare me with the Eagles is uh, Swift. Uh, yeah, you know, like if if, if if they really try to come at us, I know it's going to be a lot of short throws, a lot of screens. Yeah. They're going to hit us with to avoid the pass rush. We're going to try to do the same thing to you all because we know y'all coming, and I know I, I'm hearing y'all going to bring a lot of pressure. Because, you know, that on film, it does look like that's where Purdy kind of, you know, mm-hmm. gets a little out of pocket when he's getting scrambled. But I mean, getting rushed. But, damn, what quarterback does it? Right. Uh, so, anyway, I would say swift because our run defense, it, it, it looks okay on the papers, but it's still not that good. So, I would say that if there's a chance that the Eagles have to get us, it would be right up the good, right up the middle. But, again. Swift is the main factor for me against y'all. Y'all didn't have him last year. I kind of worry about him. Our secondary, believe it or not, I am fine. I think that the move by by moving Diamond Lenore, our number two corner inside to cover the slot. Who is your slot receiver anyway these days? Uh, you're looking at uh, either Zacchaeus or uh, who's the other guy we just brought back? Um, okay, it doesn't matter. They're not going to do anything. There. Okay, Quiz Watkins. Quiz Watkins. Okay. Or, or Julio Jones. Okay, trash. Yeah, number two, Lenore will take care of that. Ward and A.J. Brown are going to go at it. We know. But A.J. Brown didn't have a spectacular NFC Championship game. They tried a lot of shots. They tried to put the dagger in us plenty of times. The first half, nothing was going. It's just I think that we, you know, we got a little fatigued. We were punting three and outs after Purdy went out, and it just it just turned into a disaster. We know it. It was right. a nightmare. But from what I'm telling you, I think on the other side, Devontae, what's his name again? Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. That's a Heisman Now, he one. could be an X Factor. Correct. But Ambry Thomas, the guy who stepped up and Steve Wilkes inserted him into the, the starting lineup, mm-hmm. he's not bad. And I knew that in 2021, but he had a few injuries. Those I'm glad are, they made the switch, though. Our secondary is going to be fine. The pass rush, if they press up and they get up on those guys, they are gonna they can do them the same way they did Jackson. Does losing uh, Hufanga hurt you any? No, not really. And I Why? say that because of the, because he wasn't playing to the best of his abilities. Okay. He was whiffing on tackles. Okay. He was pissing me off. Jair Brown is a rookie, no doubt, but he's going to bring more impact. He's going to make plays on the ball. Probably not against the Eagles. But as the season progresses, as we get to the stretch and make okay. this playoff run, okay, I can see that. he's going to do more than what Ufanga was doing. Niner fans, don't shoot. Because I know everybody likes Ufanga. They like the hair. And now they, they, you want to think he's Palomalo. He ain't Palomalo. All right? Correct. You know he was not playing that. He wasn't playing that good of football before he got hurt. He wasn't. The, the play he got hurt, he got put on skates. That's how he got injured. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we can blame it on the grass, but why did it happen? Because... The guy for, man, what, what game was that where he got hurt at? I think it was Jacksonville. He put him on skates, though. Mm-hmm. And so that's how he got hurt. Anyway, so, like, I'm telling you, Brown jumps off the screen when you go look at his highlights at Penn State. He gets turnovers. Our secondary hadn't got the turnovers we should forget because we got Deshaun Gibson, who is still playing incredible for his age, 
But we just stay safe and keep everything in front of us. Nobody's just making plays like, hey, man, let's go for some turnovers. There's no Jamal Adams. There's no when he was really good. Mm. You know, those safeties that can just get up and let's make something happen. Yeah. Brown can do that. So, no, man, I'm not scared of you all. We're better this year uh, than, we, than you are this year. And I think the table has turned. You guys are good, but you're not great. Tomorrow, we will be great. Uh, there's just too much for y'all to try to stop. Your secondary is trash. I ain't going to say, tr- yeah, it's trash. It's not that good. And Kittle is going to get cooked tomorrow if he's not blocking. The only thing Shanahan needs to do is not make the mistake of having Hassan Reddick one-on-one with a tight end or a receiver. Yeah, you can't do make that. Make sure that protection is good on that right man, side. Man, you can't do that. And we'll be good to go, man. Like, seriously. I, I won't be surprised not only are we going to win in Philly, I won't be surprised if we smoke y'all. Like, like a Philly blunt. That's what I'm thinking. Because we, we've been wanting this for a minute. I don't care what the players have said. They've circled this day since training camp. I know they've said we're whining. They're sick of hearing it. So they got a reason to be coming too. I get it. But y'all are due for a loss. And according Why to the schedule, because you've won too many close games, you're go- you're not going to get away with it from now till February. I think that means we do to blow somebody out. I don't. I disagree. History shows that it won't happen, too. Look at your schedule, Nick. After us. Well, first, <coughs> fuck that. Let's look at us. It, it's Look. Kansas City, Buffalo, you made it. Congrats. You yeah. got past that. Remember that three-game skid the 49ers had? Absolutely. Well, here's the bold prediction I'm making. The Eagles are about to go on a three-game skid. Oh, God. Starting with us. And then they're going to go to Dallas and they're going to lose. Oh, God. The Cowboys almost beat you all in Philly. Mm -hmm. They're going to beat you next week. And then you're going to Seattle and you're going to get upset by the Seahawks who need wins. And they're still trying to get that wild card. And you saw what they did to the Cowboys. They almost beat them. The offense, DK Metcalf, your second, your trash secondary. You're tired. You're fatigued. Fletcher Cox is banged up. He's going to have to get healthy for January. So he may miss another game or two if he doesn't play Sunday. It happens. It's okay. You're still just going to be what? 10 and 3? And we're going to find ourselves 10 and 3 also in two weeks. And guess who's going to have the number one spot? Because we won the head to head. You got it right. These guys. Ding, ding, ding. Meetings adjourned. Niners are going to win. I've never been so for sure about this in my life. I've never wanted to win so much in my life. It's been a long time, I believe. I feel like those two things are bleeding into each other. They they, they may be, but remember I say this thing is scripted, right? Remember I say this whole thing is scripted, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if we beat you all, you're ten and two. We're nine and three. We're a game behind. They're gonna make this thing interesting. You think you're just gonna run away with this thing and finish the season fifteen and one, sixteen and one? Yes. Come on, man. I do. You don't think that you're not gonna lose one of these games? Seriously, you're gonna just win every. We might win. So you made. So you made it past the storm. Where where do we finish? Okay, Seahawks. After Seattle, it's the Giants, Giants, Cardinals, and Giants. Giants. Yeah, you got those. We might lose one of those last two because Marcus Mariota will be starting. It's not gonna. No, you're gonna. You're gonna. He's not gonna. Jalen Hurst is gonna be starting because you're gonna lose three straight. We so you're gonna need, are going you're gonna to lock up the division after we beat Seattle. Yeah. And then well, I guess really after we beat the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and then we'll lock up number one seed after we beat either Seattle or New York the first time. So the last two games, if we would like, we can rest our starters. Here's why I say you all are gonna lose some of those games real quick. Our schedule ends with. Philly, 
Then we host Seattle. Then we go to Arizona. I don't see us losing anything but maybe the Week 16 matchup uh, at home against Baltimore. Then we go to Washington, and then we host the Rams. And now we may not play that game against mm-hmm. the Rams. That's the last game of the year. But the the the, Ram, the Raven game is the only one I see us losing, and I still think we're going to get our lick back against them in the Super Bowl. So, at least I hope. Not to mention, that means if we get to get two weeks to rest our guys. Get- but see, the teams that you're playing, first of all, we've got a little bit more rest. We're coming off of a 10-day uh, we probably wouldn't rest we them. Played in ten days. We probably wouldn't rest them but one week because then we still got to buy the bye week for the playoffs because we would be number one seed and we get the bye. These days and stuff are very crucial, man. These Thursday night games and your break and the short weeks it matters. We'll have everybody back healthy like by then. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're running into a 49er team that's coming to town with a lot of rest, with good rest, ten day rest. And then when you play Seattle, we don't give a damn. When you play Seattle though, but when you play Seattle, you're going to be coming up. No, no, the Cowboys next week. They're going to have a ten day rest. I don't give a damn. I expect you to say all of this, Nick. I really do, and that's why it's going to feel so much better. When I'm right and the Eagles lose these games. What happens when you're wrong? And it won't even matter because it's only going to be three losses. It's only going to be three losses. Well, four if they lose three. I'm not really for sure about Seattle, but I'm almost for certain that that'll be a game that people are going to be like, no, they're going to cook Seattle. Nah, no, they're not. You know what I feel like would be more likely? We'll beat San Francisco and Dallas and then lose to Seattle. I can see that. Seattle. um... You think you're going to sweep the Cowboys? Yeah. Fuck the Cowboys. Man, the Cowboys are really on the road, though. They're really hot right care. now. Uh, with the way Seattle looked. They could looked, beat y'all in Philly. I don't give a with shit. With the way Seattle looked, they, Seattle could be about to get on the road. I think they are. Yeah, I think they, so, too. They started it Thursday night. They started it Thursday night. I know, they, I know it didn't We'll get, all, we'll get all the way through this gauntlet, and then we'll lose to Seattle. Okay. That's what'll happen. All right. Well, there you have it. I, I got the Niners. What a surprise. <laughs> Nick has the Eagles. What a surprise. It's, I, hope it's, I hope it's a good game. Bird game. Because last year it definitely was not. It and was so, not. Not for y'all. Hope this is, yeah, not for us. And um, I, hopefully it's the same way for you this time around. Tomorrow. We'll see. So what's the wager and we'll get on to our top 25, man? What you want to do? Well, I guess we've already talked about it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll make it off yeah, air. We'll, we'll discuss off air, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just do it like that. We'll do it like that. PG-13. Yeah, PG-13. Same for you if, if, if I lose? It's, it's whatever. Okay, okay. Or another bottom? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Okay. We'll okay. So here we go. That's it. Uh, now we're going to do our top 25 li- uh, wide receiver list of all time. We're going to try to make this as quick as we can. We're going to start with Terrence. I'll start first. I can't since, wait. I can't hey, wait since you guys, you know, battle it out <laughs> yeah. in a, in a no holes barred match against, you know, with, for Philly and, and San Fran, I'll gladly do my list first. I have and, no and problem please, doing that. let us know in the comments, ladies and gentlemen, once this video goes up live on uh, on, on all social media platforms, uh, X, Facebook, everybody. Let us know who you have in the comments, Eagles or Niners, on that game. All right. So, I, I, I don't know how you guys planned on reading yours, but I'm going to go from First to twenty five instead of going twenty five up. Okay, I feel like there's more shock value at the end. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And, one. and we already know who, we already. Know, I could have just started too because I mean I think we are we're all synonymous on who number one is. You could, you could, you could. <laughs> but for the sake of just being professional and 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 <laughs> mentioning a fellow Mississippian, uh, one is of course Jerry Rice. Yeah, I don't I don't That's think not it, be a surprise. Yeah, I don't think anybody in any, any position in any sport is is so far and away statistically. Who did he play for again? Uh, that's a good question. The <laughs> Oakland Raiders. <laughs> the uh, yeah. the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle, 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 Seattle. Different Broncos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, number two. I, and two and three, I think, is always the kind of contentious 
you know, there's no wrong answer for two or three because it's either one one guy or the other guy, yeah. in, in most people's opinion. But I put Randy Moss there just because I, I believe that Randy Moss had the talent advantage. Uh, and I think what he did at the receiver position kind of, it put him in a realm of, of very few athletes. I used to always ask people, and I, I don't want. I'm not gonna dive into every single one. I just want to explain the top. Well, the top really number two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. Randy Moss, in my opinion, I used to always give people a question: Would you rather pitch to Barry Bonds? You can't walk him. Would you rather last two rounds with Mike Tyson? You can't run from him. 80, 84 Mike Tyson, by You're the not way. Not doing that. <laughs> What, what, I don't give a fuck what the other albums are. I'm not doing that one. You uh, 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 or would you rather um, uh, cover Randy Moss on an island? I'm not do or that. would you rather check uh, 2001 Shaq in the paint by yourself? Not doing that one either. And you gotta succeed. You have to succeed to save your soul. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh man, which one would you go with? Sound like I'm gonna go with my damn self. You know what I'm saying? But I, I put I put Moss in the category with those things are some yeah. of the most unstoppable things in sports. No quarterback was going to cover Moss on an island. No. Uh, so I'm giving I'm giving Moss the advantage there at number two. A very yeah, slight advantage. Mr. Island himself. No, uh-uh, nobody. Hmm. Uh, three with Terrell Owens, of course. Uh, four with Calvin Johnson. I think Calvin Johnson had, even though he only played ten years. Yeah. But what he did in those ten years, man, I, I I'm I'm sliding him up to four. Mm-hmm. Chris Carter at five. Larry Fitz at six. Mm. Marvin Harrison at seven. Mm-hmm. Eight. Now this may bother some people, but. I know you're going to say. At eight, I went with Antonio Brown. Mm. Don't bother me at all. Uh, I think that if you look at Antonio Brown's numbers Mm -hmm. and the way he played the position, pound for pound, Mm. pound for pound, he might be the best receiver of all time. Mm. I don't think anybody else that size could do what Antonio Mm. Brown could do. Preach. Uh, Nine, I went Tim Brown. Ten, Michael Irvin. Mm. Uh, Eleven, Andre Reed. Twelve, Torrey Holt. Mm -hmm. Thirteen, and this guy should be higher on the list. I penalized him because I feel like he is probably underachieved more than anybody on the list. Mm. Thirteen, I went with Julio Jones. Four, Under, underachieved? I think he underachieved. Okay, okay. Even though he had some great years, but then it just went down, and he never. If it wasn't for Megatron existing in life, he was the closest to Megatron. Okay, you say so? yeah, I, I, I would think so. Okay, I just think that he, um, like. Right now, he's still technically a young guy. Like he's not, he's not an old man. He's 32, 33. That really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just, must really kick the last head. five he years. Hamstring that never been worth a damn. Yeah, the last five years. What what literally has he done? Yeah, yeah. Well, not much. I got you. I can't even remember where he's been the last five uh, years. fourteen. And I really want to show this guy some love because I feel like he got hated on a lot by the media because he was fun. Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson at 14. Mm. 15, Steve Smith Sr. Oh, Always oh, a Raven. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Damn. Well, we said we wanted to just... <laughs> what's his over? What's his over? Chad Johnson better than Steve Smith. At, at that time, yeah, I think so. Okay. At that time, I think so. No, no. What you mean at that time? I mean their careers. He had a better career than yeah. Chad well, Johnson. See, I mean, Chad, Steve Smith. Steve, to me, Steve Smith probably had a better career because he was able to play mm-hmm. all the way through. Okay. Uh, I think Chad Johnson got got a raw um, got a raw deer that where he probably had to retire earlier than what he wanted to. Okay. And I don't know what the issue was. Why you know 
teams didn't want to bring him in. I think he had the he had a bad moniker of being fun. I think people took that the wrong way. They, they also made like he can memorize some of the playbook. Yeah, and I don't believe that. I don't believe I, that. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe I, that. I didn't either. I didn't either. That was some shit coming out of the Patriots camp. Some Belichick's team. There, uh, there you go. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, Sixteen went with Isaac Bruce. Seventeen, Andre Johnson was a terror coming out of, out, of, out of Houston every week, and especially if your name was Corlin Finnegan. <laughs> <laughs> the anniversary of that. That's it was just like, it was like Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Eighteen squeeze off that boy. He did. Eighteen. That went Reggie Wayne. Nineteen. Jimmy Smith. You did put him in. I did. You put him in. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Twenty. I went with Rod Smith. Back to back Smiths. Oh wow! And I want to show some love to the uh, wow. to the OGs of twenty one. <clears throat> twenty one. I went Lance Warren. Okay. Now this the part. Rod this, Smith in. Wow. Yeah. This is the part of the list that I think people might have an issue with, and mm. I don't give a damn. Okay. But 22, I went with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is one, and I, we talked about this the other day, but you like Keenan, Keenan Allen? Allen is one of the most underrated players in the history of sports, in my opinion. Mm. He, he Right now, he averages more catches per game than anybody in the history of the NFL. I didn't know that until I was watching yeah. mm-hmm. him climb my Ravens defenders the other day. Uh, so, so far, he and, him, him and AB are the two that you have in this, in this modern day era. Right. Yeah, no, not just those oh, two. Okay, not wow. just those okay, two. I'm sorry. Twenty three. I love Stefan Diggs, and I got twenty. Man, Diggs a bad boy. I have Diggs at twenty three. Okay. Uh, twenty four. I have Wes Welker because I believe he did more for the slot position, the slot wide receiver position, than anybody. That is a everybody now has a damn good slot receiver, and Wes Welker started that. Wes Welker, what he did for the slot receiver, nobody else has done. And 25, I'm going to end with Sterling Sharp. I want to show some love to him for unfortunately having to have his career ended early. Get that man in the Hall of Fame some glad kind you, of way. Glad you put him in there. I wouldn't vote for him for the Hall of Fame, but I see. I hope he gets in. <laughs> Wes Welker. So we're doing slot receivers now. It's a receiver. Because he's the best. It's, it's a receiver. He's a receiver. I mean, you look at the he way. The, if you look at the way the game is played now, a lot of the teams are like their best receivers are slot receivers. Uh, you look at uh, uh, Detroit, Armin Ra. He's well, a smart guy. I should, I should have put Brandon Stokely in. Then. I mean, he kind of started that whole thing. Kind of Brandon Stokely. You know, really. yeah, I was, mean, Wes Welker. I know he took it to another level. Absolutely, Wes Welker. Man was he yeah. would he would just dictate a whole game in the slot, and they would he would just be running option routes. If you go left, I go right. You go right, I go left. Yeah, you know. Okay, and and the game. It, I tell you what, the what second half of Brady's career, uh-huh. he owes a lot of that to Welker, mm-hmm. Julian Edelman. Those guys that just knew where he was going to throw the ball, knew how to get open. Right. You know, Brady doesn't get seven if he doesn't have uh, – does he have seven or eight? Seven. He doesn't get seven if he doesn't have those guys, especially Welker. Even though Welker didn't actually win one, right? I don't think Welker actually won one with him. But they, they – tra- What year did Welker win? Did he not? No. I don't know. I don't know. He played with Brady. How did, how did he not? He wasn't there in 07. But, but you know, they he was there in 07. Oh, they didn't win in 07. They didn't win in 07. He, he wasn't there. He, he wasn't there twice. He went there twice. Welker was there in 07? Welker was there in 07. Welker dropped Who up. did Welker win with? Welker ain't he didn't win with anybody. Then. He didn't win then. But my point is, what he did for that position, then they, of course, they eventually passed it on to Edelman. Uh, that's all Welker. So Welker wasn't there when they beat Seattle? No, nah, that was Edelman. Oh, okay. Well, and no, the Broncos, he didn't have a Super Bowl. And, and not wow. the Broncos, but uh, and he's a top twenty-five, and he don't even have a Super Bowl. Nope. Okay. Well, I mean, a lot of Tim Brown doesn't have, have a Super Bowl, so yeah. yeah. Well, you had Tim Brown at what number again? Ooh, let me see. Was I it, think you was said it, nine. Was it nine? Yeah, nine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nick, are you he, where did it go? Or he, he did win one. I think. I think he won with the Broncos. Was Worker did? 
Yeah. He may have been on that team. Wes Welcome was a Bronco? Yep. Yeah. Yep. The 2015 Broncos? Yep. No, 2013, 2014. Wait a minute now. No, they didn't win. No, they only won one. Who won in 2013? It wasn't them. It wasn't the the Patriots. I mean, the Broncos. Let's see. He did. He did play. That wasn't that Peyton Manning team? He did play a season or two for them, but. uh, They won in 15. I think he was there their first year. I don't think he won with them, though. I think he was there their first year where they were, like, breaking all the records and. So he wasn't there when they won. He was, there when, he was there when they played Seattle. Yeah. Right, but I don't think he was there when they when they beat. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, when they when they came out the first year, when they came out the year when uh, the first game, the Peyton Manning threw for seven touchdowns. He caught two of them. Yeah, he was there that year. He wasn't there the year the year they beat um, Carolina. So this is the year they, they lost. Yeah, that's the year the Seattle beat him down. He doesn't have a Super Bowl. Nick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Not he... that it really matters. But... Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so what he did you... for that position, man, it, it 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 altered the game. Right. Are you ready to go, Nick, or should I? Go ahead. Okay. You sure? I'm sure. All right. Here we go. First, I, I, I want to hear what you got. I'm coming from on. the bottom. I'm coming from the bottom, working my way. Okay. All right. I like that. Okay. Um, I want to say first before I start, there were players that. I almost made the list, and I just couldn't find a way to do it because their careers aren't quite finished yet. And if their careers finished today, well, they might not. That might not be enough to get them in. Mm-hmm. I wanted to push the fine digs in too. To yeah, you. I, I want to show I, a little love to I the guy that's playing now. There's three receivers playing today that I want to put in, but it's too soon. Right, like Devontae Adams, the fine digs, yeah. and Justin Jefferson. I wanted to put those guys in, but they didn't make the list. Maybe in another five or ten years. They definitely will be on the list. And some of these people I'm about to name are going to have to come out. But anyway, I digress. Almost made the list from back then. Jimmy Smith, who you did put on yours. Mm-hmm. I almost did. Kenny McCardell, his numbers are very similar to Jimmy Smith. He almost made the cut. And Derek Mason, somebody who had like mm. 12,000 receiving yards. And the only thing he didn't have was he only had like 68, 69 touchdowns. But, man, he he has over 700 catches, well over 740 catches, 12,000 receiving yards. He should be my number 25. But I digress. These guys were very close to making the list. I'm sorry. Again, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Derek Mason, Keenan McCardell, Jimmy Smith. They almost made it. Here I go. Number 25. Mm. This guy was very, very tough. I didn't like him. I didn't care for him. But he played hard for his team. And he blocked. And he, he wasn't even a wide receiver most Sundays um, as he got later in his career. Heinz Ward, mm. he's my number 25. Just a stud, man. Just, uh, you know, he did everything that most receivers didn't want to do. Most of the divas didn't want to do. It's funny. I thought I had Heinz on my list. but I, And I think I put him on there and took him off somewhere. I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heinz Ward makes my 25. Not because of what he did stat-wise. I won't even holler at his stats. I watched him. The eye test tells me he deserves to be on his list. I respect that. And he's got a yellow jacket. Yeah, I respect that. I, mean, I really meant to put him on mine. That's what I, I'm I'll give you this spoiler. What's that? Heinz Ward is my 26. Wow. <laughs> okay. I really thought I had him on mine. That's not a, that's not a uh, Baltimore-Pittsburgh bias, I yeah. promise you. Yeah. But, no, nah, good list, though, T. Uh, outside of Welker, maybe he could have took Welker's spot. But, uh, yeah, good list. All right, 24. Me and Nick argued about this for a while. I found a way to still put him in my top 25. <laughs> Mr. Anquan Bolden. <laughs> Anquan Bolden is number 24. To me, he had some of the surest hands in the league. And I think if he didn't play next to a Larry Fitzgerald, yep. he probably could have been a top 12, in a top 12 of, uh, of that of that list. So, yes, Bolden, I don't have the stats for you. I watched his entire career. 
I think he still may hold the record for most touchdowns in a debut or whatever. Like he had like four touchdowns in his rookie debut uh, game, uh, week one, 2002. Won't forget it. I was like, who is this boy? Looked like David Boston. Anybody remember David Boston? I do remember David Boston. I was like, who is this big dude, man? And he's running like that. And I'm like, oh, that's my guy from Florida State. I, I wasn't really just watching it every Saturday anymore. That might have been the Chris Winkie days. I don't know. But, yeah, Anquan Bolden is 24. Number 23. I thought long and hard about did I want to put him on my list or not. I said, yes, I'm putting him on. Most people don't think he deserves to be on here. I do. Brandon Marshall. I thought he was always mm. the number one wherever he went. Mm. I thought that he played with Jake Cutler, who, well, y'all know. I ain't got to say anything. Y'all watch Jake Cutler. The fact that he didn't play with a Hall of Famer and Ooh. after Jake Cutler, it was Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think that's enough for me to say he still put up some good numbers. He had a lot of 100-yard, 100 100-reception 100 seasons. And um, even when he played next to Alshon Jeffrey, he was still pulling them in. Mm-hmm. Brandon Marshall's number 23. Number 22, another guy who was um, kind of getting overlooked because of another guy that was on the other side, Reggie Wayne. He's my number 22. Reggie Wayne showed me that he can play without Marvin Harris. I never saw if Marvin Harrison could play without Reggie Wayne. Well, maybe for the first few years of his career, mm-hmm. but not much. And I never saw Marvin Harrison play without Peyton Manning. I was about to say, could either one of them play without Peyton? Reggie Wayne did, didn't he? Good grief. Reggie Wayne yeah. played without Peyton, didn't he? For like a well, year. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, maybe he didn't. He went from, well, not that long, though. Maybe like one season or two. For who? He, he played with Luck. Didn't he play with Luck for about two years? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he still was close. Yeah, yeah he was still yeah, close. Yeah, you go from Peyton straight to Luck, that's, hey. I saw that he was, <laughs> I saw then, because we always wondered, is Reggie Wayne the number one, too? Andrew is Luck he John Luck. Taylor, or could he be Jerry Rice, too? We're like, no, he's the number one, too. They just got two good ones. Yep. Yeah. Reggie Wayne is number 22 on my list. Another guy that played with somebody else who was a number one, I thought was also a damn near number one or one B. Number 21, Torrey Hope. Torrey Hope was a bad boy that got on my last motherfucking nerves as a ram when they were in St. Louis. They gave us fits. And this boy was bad. You talk about route running. You talk about hands. When we were talking about T.O. and Mosses and Ocho's, this was the dude who was getting underrated, and they wouldn't put enough respect on his name. I agree. The, the greatest show on turf doesn't happen without Torrey Holt also being on that squad. He was taking that thing back 40, 50 yards after a catch, just like the other guy, Ozzy Bruce. Torrey Holt's number 21. Number 20, let's go old school. Let's take it back. Andre Reed. he had great numbers before these freaks came into the league and, you know, did what they did and started tearing it up. So I'm not leaving Andre Reed out. He's the reason why Jim Kelly had the career he had. Mm-hmm. All right. So number nineteen, Chad Johnson. Ooh, that's disrespectful. Disrespectful to have Chad Johnson at nineteen? Yeah, that's that's a bit low. Where'd you, where'd you have him? He Never damn near it. he damn near didn't make my list. I had him at fourteen. So that's under twenty. I, I think mine's more realistic. <laughs> no, I want to hear. I want to hear who these other eighteen gonna be. That's crazy. I don't think Chad Johnson is better than. I don't think well, there's well, only thirteen receivers better than Chad. He had some good years in the early part. He did, but he didn't get in the end zone enough for me. Now you can pull up his numbers and you can tell me what they look like. I don't have them, and I don't care to say him out. I just want to say he's my nineteen. I watched his entire career. That's he nice. played with Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer was a number one overall pick in the draft. I feel he, like that's disrespectful. He had it made. I think he kind of underachieved just a little bit. That's me now. And I thought he was just a little bit overrated. Uh, but anyway, Chad Johnson, 19. Number 18, 
I couldn't help myself. I had to put them on the list, but I wanted to be respectful and not too disrespectful on where I put them at. Tyreek Hill. I know he's playing right now, and yeah. I know I didn't put the other guys like Devontae, Steph, and Justin in, but I'm putting this boy in. He changed the game. He has changed the game on this deep route stuff, and he makes Desha- he makes you forget about Deshaun Jackson, who just retired, because he's killing what he did. Uh, and he could return, too, if he wanted to. He's done it before. All right, Tyreek Hill is my number 18, and I don't think it's a debate. Uh, in about a couple of years, he will move up further on that list. I'm being nice because he's still playing. Number 17, Steve motherfucking Smith Sr. Mm. That was my dude. Um, rest in peace to Devin, man. Dirty Harris, man. That boy would tell me, man, I don't really watch football like that no more. It ain't fun as it used to be. And then he said, Jake, guess what? I got a team again. I said, who's your team? He said, the Panthers. I, said, I laughed. And I said, the Panthers, why? And then we watched number 89. Mm-hmm. He said, that's why. I said, damn, this boy bad. This boy is bad. And then in 03, the playoff year that he had, and they went to the Super Bowl also. Yep. And then 05, he had another crazy year. He was doing this stuff with Jake DeLone. If anybody remember who the mm-hmm. f- that is. Steve Smith was a bad boy. And even when he was a little bit past his prime, Cam could still depend on him in his early years of his career in Carolina. Steve Smith was a bad boy. Ice up, son. He went up against everybody and anybody, and he won his battles. And he wasn't just a – he wasn't a diva either. Not really. I mean, does he want the ball? Yes. But he was just, man, get me the ball. When I get the ball, I'm going to snap out. And, you know, it was just him and that DB. That's what he was about. It was just him and that DB, yeah. and he won most of those battles. Yeah, Steve Smith, my number 17. Michael Irvin, he's 16. And I know some people may think I got him too low, but man, yeah, kind of too. Look, Michael Irvin got Super Bowls. Where'd he doesn't really have the stats. Ten, I think. Michael Irvin, ten. Yeah, that's not for me. He's not a top ten for me. Now, look, he moved the chains. He used to get on my nerves because he would move those chains. He would get his little maneuver, body you up, like kind of post you up, a man. I mean, you know, like those big guys do in the NBA, and he would get that third and four, that third and five every time Troy needed him. I agree, but because his career fell a little short. And his numbers don't look as, you know, good as, you know, some of these other guys I'm about to name. Yeah. 16 is the best I can do. Michael Irvin might be the most quality of a quantity player in the history of sports. Mm-hmm. You know, no, every, no, maybe, everything, maybe. He, everything he did meant something. Here's my thing. This is why I got him as low as I do. I didn't think he was first ballot, though. I didn't think he deserved to get that gold jacket that quick. And T.O. had to wait three years. He was way better. T.O. should have had Michael to wait. Irvin. T.O. should have had to wait one second. We know second. what T.O. was though. We know we like we no know doubt. what that situation was. I know, but it, it had nothing Michael to do Irvin. with football. No, if it he, did not. You couldn't make it a football conversation because in no sport mm-hmm. is arguably the third greatest at, at worst the third greatest ever at this position. Yeah. ever gonna have to wait. The third greatest shooting guard to ever get to play basketball is Dwayne Wade. He's not waiting to get in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. The third greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Whoever you take your pick, whoever it might be for you, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not he, having to wait. He's not waiting to yeah. get in the Hall of Fame. He's in the first time he's eligible. Correct. Right? Right. No, like, there's not just very few guys that are getting in over him, and considering they have to be in their first year of eligibility as well. And, I, and I'll say this: Chris Carter should have had to wait. Absolutely not. Chris Carter. How long, how, how long did he wait? Like three or four years. Yeah. He it sure was, did. He it sure was did. ridiculous. No, he shouldn't have. But he was a crackhead or something, right? He was. So he was a, at, one, at one point. Yeah, he had drinking problems. He, he, it was drinking he's, and he's drugs. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was both. You smoked a little crack. Too. It was both. Damn, CC. Yeah, it was. CC was rough out there, man. And, and, and he never, he never had a problem talking about it. I mean, a nigga was smoking crack and catching for a thousand yards a year. That was when he was an eagle. To be fair, yeah. when he was doing that part, but yeah, I think it's Philly to do that to you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, nothing to me. No, don't, get, don't get the wrong idea. <laughs> right. Uh, let me see. I was trying to find a few stats before I finished my list. I am at what now? Sixteen, right? Michael Irvin was my sixteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, man, where did those stats go? Okay. So here we go. Here we go. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. All right, so run down quick again from 25 up. I got Hines Ward, Anquan Bolden, Brandon Marshall, Reggie Wayne, Torrey Hope, Andre Reed, Chad Johnson, Tyreek Hill, Steve Smith, Michael Irvin. Now, number 15, Mr. Art Monk. I'm taking it back because okay. Art Monk did a lot of good things before I told you these freak of natures came into the league and did what they did. Uh, Art Monk, he tore it up, though, man, Like, and he did it for a long time. The boy played. For a lot of years, and he remains still one of the most consistent and reliable wide receivers in NFL history. Fifteen seasons, um, he became the first player in the league history to have a touchdown catch in fifteen straight seasons. He did a lot, um, a lot of hundred yard seasons and all of that. Man, you know the Super Bowl. He did his thing, man. So Art Monk is my fifteen, number fourteen, Andre Johnson. Okay. I don't remember what number you had him at, but. I think we're pretty close on that. Yeah. You can't forget about what Andre did, especially when he played with Matt Schaub. Like, that's <laughs> that's damn near enough to get him in the top ten right there. He was relentless, and I loved him. He was a better version of Anquan Bowden, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, that, that boy was bad, man, no doubt about it. And in that Shanahan offense for the little short time when he was calling those plays, it was a beauty to watch. Um, at, what was his name? Damn, what was his name? Arian Foster in the backfield. Yeah, man. Yeah. Arian Foster was that nice. Was a, that was a nice little squad. Yeah, man. Foster just, was nice just, with it. They didn't have a quarterback that was ever going to get a, a a gold jacket. So, yeah, there we go. Andre Johnson is my number 14. Number 13, I know nobody's going to agree with me on this because oh, I guarantee you he's not on your list. I didn't hear it, and I know he ain't on your list because you're just too young to know about him probably. Number 13, Mr. Andre Rising. I thought about it. The reason why I have Andre Rise on the list is because people don't know how good this man was. I swear they don't. If you think about it, or if you pull up the stats, from 1990 to about 1995, <laughs> and I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm not. Pull it up. His numbers, damn, they were identical to Mr. Jerry Rice and Chris Carter's. It's just that he played for the Atlanta fucking Falcons and Chris Chandler, I mean, Jeff George and all those guys was his quarterbacks. The boy put up numbers, and I'm trying to find those numbers just real quick uh, because I know nobody want want to say, man, where the hell you get that from? Man, I got the numbers. I know I got the numbers. Um, Andre Rising, Andre Rising. Here they go. Okay. Andre Rising... He had a total of, in 186 games, he's got 84 touchdowns. He's got 10,205 yards and 743 receptions. That's more than some of the people we've already named. And he did this in a short amount of time. Now, he played from 89 to 2000. But, I mean, the last three years, he wasn't even a starter. But, again, from 90 to 95, man, the boy was having 82 catches, 93 catches, 86, 81 1,200 yards, 1,300 yards in 94, 
1,100 yards or 1,088. 15 touchdowns in 93, 12 touchdowns in 91, 11 touchdowns in 92. The boy was putting up numbers. That was hard to do at in the early to mid-90s. Right, absolutely. Andre Rogers is my number 13. I'll debate with anybody about it. Number 12, Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sharp. I know, I know he didn't play, huh? That's kind of high. Kind of high? A little bit, yeah. I'm going to tell you why it ain't too high. Real quick. Um, Sterling Sharp. The boy, man, where's that boy number? I, I know I had it. Okay. Is this one of them? 836. No, that's not him, is it? No. That was the end of him. Ah, that's not that crazy. It, it, he's got some good numbers, man. And I watched him. I'm telling you, it, before his serious career-ending injury, that was going to be the guy that we were going to have to say Jerry Rice or Sterling Sharp. Mm-hmm. On God. I'm telling you, man. That boy was that bad. And... I, I got the stats somewhere, man. But, look, before this is over with, I'll, I'll pull them up if anybody wants to, you know, just really check me on that. Right. But, man, look, that was a bad, bad, bad man. I'm telling you, Sterling Sharp, the boy was bad. Um, I can I can, I can can still pull it up real quick. Hold on. Sterling Sharp, Sterling Sharp, Sterling Sharp. He, uh, and this is, of course, the Shannon Sharp's brother. The boy, before he got hurt, y'all, man, that man, 58 years old. Okay. Uh... Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Here you go. I'm sorry. This is taking longer than I wanted. Okay, 112 games. In 112 games, he had 595 catches, 81-34 on the yards, and 65 touchdowns. Derek Mason had like 69. You said how many games? In 112. And he was playing with, I don't even know who his quarterback was when he came into the league. 112, so 16. You're looking at, what, seven, eight seasons? This is this is one, two, seven three, four, five, six, seven seasons. Play seven seasons. And Brett Favre wasn't the quarterback until '92. And, and he had how many catches? He had a hundred and uh, no, in 112 games he had a little bit of 595 catches, 8,800 yards, 64 touchdowns. Again, it's just seven seasons, man. He had 108 catches in '92, 112 catches in '93. 90 and 89. I don't know who the hell threw those 90. On average, a thousand yard receiver on average for 12 touchdowns in 89. On average for what 90 catches a year. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And and oh man, how many touchdowns did he have? In all, yeah, he had 64 touchdowns. So a lot of people didn't. Keyshawn didn't even get. uh, He didn't even get seven touchdowns a year, give or take. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, look, man. 80-90-12-touchdowns-he-had-11-9-touchdowns-a-year-yeah-9-touchdowns-a-year-yeah-13-in-92-12-in-89-14-hundred-yards-in-89-and-90-catches-and-12-touchdowns-I-don't-even-know
he was first ballot, I'm sure, right? Uh, Tim Brown, I'm pretty sure. He, I'm pretty sure he's he the first or second. Yeah, that boy was ridiculous. He he's, he's got some numbers, man. Uh, so yeah, he's my number ten. Now, nitty gritty, number nine. I gotta do it. I gotta be real, even though I really just I guess the love that they the hate that they gave To. I feel a different type of way about Marvin Harrison. But Marvin Harrison is my number nine on the <laughs> list. Um, yeah, nine, eight, Chris Carter. Okay. Seven, Larry Fitzgerald. That boy gave me fits for 15 years. Yeah, he I did. He seven, really did. Something close to it. Seven. Larry Fitzgerald's a mm-hmm. bad boy. I thought, a bad, I, I, bad boy. I, okay, continue. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I had him, uh, I had him at six. No, no, no. I, I, know, I know the numbers. Of the, I'm actually, oh, okay. I'm okay. actually arguing that that's a bit low, in my opinion. But continue. Oh, okay. I got you. Larry Fitzgerald. Well, let's see. In a 13-year span, he went to uh, 11 Pro Bowls. I, let, me, let me just hear who's six through, six through one. Also. Okay, okay. Yeah, it may make more sense now. After Larry Fitzgerald at number seven, I got Julio Jones at number six. Mm. Julio Jones is, again, like another Megatron. So, yeah, he's my number six, man. I love Julio. And I had him in my top five until I rethought our whole debate about Megatron. So, yeah, six is uh, Julio. Number five, Calvin Johnson. There he is. Megatron. Only ten years. He did a lot in those ten years. So, there he is. He made my top five. I don't see where there should be a debate about that. Some people may think he's two or three or whatever. He's my five. Why? Because probably, arguably, the best route runner that we've ever seen that can run any route. There it is. Okay, cool. Number four is Antonio Brown on my Ooh. list. Number four. I knew it was just going to Number four. Hell yeah. Um, do I need to look at some stats for him? No, 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 we know. We, we you know, know Antonio Brown. I'm talking about him. Okay. Who's out here for that? All right, that's right. We were. Antonio Brown is my number four. Number three. Y'all know how this is going to go now. Right. <laughs> Randy Moss. He's my three. I know he's probably y'all two. He's your two. You can't go wrong with Can't go wrong with either yeah. way. Moss is my number two. I mean, my number three. Number two, because y'all know who one is. Two is Terrell freaking Owens. And I'm telling you, if it wasn't for Rice just blowing away, away with the numbers like he's so far ahead of everybody, yeah, T.O. is like my favorite. Like Rice and T.O. are my favorite Niners of all time. Not not Montana, not Young. I just I, I love the flashiness. I love the you know the diva stuff. I love the receivers. Those are my favorite. But yeah, T.O. I would have really broke the internet if I made him number one. But I can't do that. Did you, have, did you have Chris Carter on your list? Yeah. Or is he? Number eight. Okay. Yeah, right behind Larry, mm, right, right, right behind Larry Fitzgerald. I think I do. You got a solid list. All right, Nick. That's it, man. Mouse, we've got, we've got some, right some interesting similarities and differences here. And I again, I want to say again before you start, Nick, Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardell and Derek Mason, shout out to y'all, though, man, because y'all are the less talked about, the most underrated guys. And somehow, some way, man, y'all should be. Yeah, well, you definitely 26, 27, 28. Let me find out Nick got Marcus Coston on this list. Though. So, I actually had to go back and make a change. <laughs> like I, I told you that I had Heinz Ward at 26. Mm-hmm. I had left Brandon Marshall off my list. Okay. I just I skipped over him. So, Brandon oh. Marshall is 26. All right. Okay. He almost made the cut. I got him at 23, so I went that far mm-hmm. off. Right on. All right. But now that I've told you that, I'm going to go back and actually start at one and work the way down. Oh, okay. One of course That's is boring. Jerry. One, <laughs> one of course, no, because well, one is so undisputed though. It's not a surprise because no, it gets fun at the end. It gets fun in the middle actually. But I had y'all on the edge of y'all seats when I started getting around number eight and seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. all right. One is Jerry. Two is T.O. Three is Moss. 
Forrest Calvin. Hold on. Our first three. We agree on it, though. Right. We good there. Wow. That's what, that's okay. what, I, that's what I'm just going to run through it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Forrest Calvin. Five is Larry. Six is Antonio Brown. Okay. Seven is Chris Carter. Man, pretty close. Eight is Tim Brown. Nine is Marvin. Oh, excuse me, uh, Michael Irvin. Ten is Marvin Harrison. Eleven is Julio Jones. Okay. Twelve is Ocho. Thirteen is uh, is Andre Johnson. God damn. Fourteen is DeAndre uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, Ooh. I thought about D Hop. Ooh, okay. Fifteen is Devontae Adams. Mm, another one. Sixteen is Steve Smith. Seventeen is Sterling Sharp. 18 is Isaac Bruce, 19 is Reggie Wayne, 20 is Torrey Holt, 21 Andre Reed, 22 Lynn Swan, 23 Mike Evans, 24 Keenan Allen, 25 Anquan Bolden. He made the list. <laughs> he made the list. All righty, there we go. There we go. Man, look, man, you 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 got you quite a bit. You got a handful of receivers that's playing today though on your list. Yeah, yeah, I do. But you put Lynn Swan in there. That surprised me. You still you, you snuck I, him I, in. He was the, he was the only person that I considered that played like before Jerry Rice. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I missed Andre Rice. And he he should have gotten. I, he should have gotten some love on there. I, I did mm-hmm. miss him. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, he was the only one I really considered that played before because like I'm I'm not finna talk to you about Don Hudson or whatever. Hell no. Like, Hell no. I'm not I'm not. Well, and then too, and then too, like people are always talking to talk about like sports evolving or whatever. I don't think there's any position anywhere that it has evolved over the last 30 years more so than the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. So, like, while those guys may have been good for their time, uh, when we think of the wide receiver position and what they're doing now, yeah. those guys just weren't doing that. That's mm-hmm. not, I'm not saying they couldn't do it, but they weren't. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm sorry I'm not including them because the position has totally changed. Mm-hmm. You know, point guard, what a point guard in the, in the 70s, for the most part, are still doing today. Yeah. Yep. What a center did in the 70s? Well, that's a different discussion. That's, that's, different. that's a different discussion. Yeah. I think the center is de-evolved. That's a different discussion. Yeah. But my yeah. point is, the receiver has, has started out as, it started out here and is way over here now. Yeah. And it's because those guys just changed the game. Yeah. That's right. I, I don't have a problem with some of the people that you put in there that's playing today, though. Because they're gonna be in there in a few years on everybody's list anyway, so you just you just move a little faster. That's all. I get it. I wanted to go with D Hop because I th- I think his career is closer to being done. It, yeah, yeah. And, and I started to put him in there too. And you could take a real good look at, at at you know what he's accomplished. Yeah. Uh, I did think about that, but I just at that point I wanted to give love to some you know the Lynn Swans and some of those yeah. older guys. But you know you can't go wrong if you put D Hop in there for sure. So Mike Evans is better than Keenan Allen, then, in your opinion, Nick. Because you have him on the list, I, and he's I, got Keenan Allen. I, I got I got Mike Evans one spot over Keenan Allen. Oh, Keenan Allen is on the list. Yeah, Keenan Allen's twenty four. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I got, so I got a lot of love for Keenan Allen. Yeah. And I and yeah. I you know Keenan Allen, Mike Evans. And I don't know how much you guys remember, but I was. What'd you say? I said I don't know. I don't know how much you guys remember, but I was definitely advocating for Keenan Allen to be a Raven this this summer. Yeah, that's right. Because I thought, I thought the Chargers were going to have to cut him, but they the, paid him anyway. Devontae at fifteen, man. You don't think that's a little too high, though. What was D Hop again? D Hop was was uh, fourteen. Devontae was fifteen. Okay, well you got that right. He's a, he's ahead of him, but Steve Smith was sixteen. Yeah. Well, Steve Smith is my seventeen, so we were pretty close on some of okay. those, man. Like our first fifteen. Yeah, y'all were, y'all were pretty close. Pretty close. I, I really, when I was listening first, I thought I was closer to your list, Terrence. Mm-hmm. We had we had a lot of you know kind of. Where'd you have Tory Holt? Tory Holt I had Tory Holt at. Oh, sorry. I got him at twenty. Twelve. You got him at twelve. Yeah, 
That's crazy. What'd you have? Twenty. I got him at twenty-one. Man, Andre Reed got some good numbers, so yeah. You're, yeah. you're closer to me than his list, though. Yeah, I, I had Andre Reed at 21. Uh, yeah, and again, Chris Carter, he's my eight. You had him at like, I think, seven. Seven, so mm-hmm. that was close. Marvin Harrison, I got him at nine. You ten. had him at 10. <laughs> Isaac Bruce is my 11. I had Julio 11. You got Julio 11? I, I got Isaac Bruce at 18. 18. Oh, okay, okay. No, that one ain't close. I had, I had Isaac Bruce at I had 16. Tim, yeah, 16. Yeah, okay. Y'all going to be close to him. I had Tim Brown at 10. You got him at eight. That's pretty damn close. Well, I had man. Tim Brown at nine. See that? Okay, so eight, yeah, nine, so and so ten. Was, huh? Tim Brown like, definitely got his love, and I think we, he's where he belongs. We was all kind of in the same spot on Tim Brown. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the only difference was like Calvin and AB. Pretty much, I mean, I had Calvin at five. You've got him at yeah. That, that's four. That, that's what I that's what I recognized. The two that you had in there that threw off mm-hmm. where I felt like Larry should have landed was uh, AB and um, uh, who was the other one? Who'd you have at six? Julio. Julio. I thought Julio was too high. Yeah, you got Julio down at like 11. What, 11? Yeah. yeah, no, not me. <laughs> Shit, not me. I can, I can understand the argument for Julio at his peak uh-huh. being better than Larry, but Larry, I think, was it was sustainably great for longer. Yeah, that, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Even yeah. though Julio still got a little time to rewrite that. Just a little bit, but who, who, you did say a little bit. Eh? I mean, that, that hourglass, that sand is like. <laughs> but I mean, he's with you all, I'm, and I'm, so I'm, much I'm attention that other guys are getting. I'm glad to have him. Yeah. I hope he's able to make an impact that, that helps us win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I have high hopes or that I've seen much that suggests that that's gonna happen. So let me get this straight, guys, because I just noticed this. I've got Tyreek Hill on my list at 18. Yeah, I, didn't put I thought I was tripping. He's not on either one of y'all's list. I wanted to include him. As so, a matter of fact, when we Keenan Allen and Mike Evans is better than Tyreek Hill. No, I just think they've, they've played a little longer. They've played longer. I, I just don't think he's done it long enough yet. Tyreek Hill's been around for a little minute now. Six, seven years? No, it's longer than that, isn't it? Maybe not. But those, you, know, you, know, you, know, not. you know those first couple of years, he was primarily a return guy. He so, didn't. He didn't. So he's only been doing it at this level for about four years. Five, five years. Five so, or six. So how many more good years does he have left in him? Well, he said he's going to retire early. Well, it, yeah, he's, if he's, he doesn't, though, he said like he's going to be like like a Calvin Johnson type guy, you know, nine, ten years, and well, he's already he's already made my list, so he doesn't matter. But, but I do think his impact on the game and what what he can do uh, will will keep him high on anybody's list. He should, I should have put him on. He's going to get two thousand yards. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get. Yeah, it. He's, he's about he, to do that right he, now. He'll probably break. He'll probably he'll break it onto the list before. Okay. Before he retires. Okay. I didn't put him on. That's interesting. Yeah, if I didn't, if I, I thought do it, so. If I had to do it over, I would do it, and I, I would probably. Here's include. what I wanted to ask you though: is if you got, if you were close to putting Justin Jefferson on the list, how do you feel about Odell Beckham? Because Odell Beckham's first three years, you can put up next to anybody's. Yeah, but it's just three years. That's all you get on Justin Jefferson. He's this, got a lot. This, he's got this, a lot more. This was his fourth. He's and got a lot more in front of him. For not mistaken, this was his fourth, third or fourth, and you know he been hurt for. And he's hurt like like Odell eventually but, but, got hurt. I mean, but Odell's Odell's book is pretty much closed, damn near. Okay. And, and, and so, Justin's got a long way to go. So because more of Odell book Odell's book has been written, yes. Then his first three years are yes. not. Yeah, and I guess that's what, that's what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to put anybody down based on potential. And I think OBJ's a little overrated too, y'all. I'm sorry. He's no, he's not. He's not who y'all think well, he is. He's, he's when not, I think OBJ, I think. At one big play, that's he, he's all he not, got. He's not him anymore. He, was but, nice, but, but, man, he ain't but, been but, him but, since that catch, man. No, no, no. That was his rookie year, wasn't it? I'm it sorry. Was his rookie I'm year. sorry. He was nice, man. It was, well, it was, since it was, year it was, four, then since the boat, he ain't been himself since the boat trip. 
Yeah. That's all we remember about OBJ that catch. Yeah, once that, and then boot you. The, the mistake he made was the mistake he made was going to Cleveland. Yeah, he should not have gone to Cleveland. Yeah. Well, they went to LA. They worked out for him, and he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. that was unfortunate. But he, just, he, but just look at, but Jarvis, just, just look at, just look at most of the time in Cleveland. But, yeah, but just look at that game. Because L.A. really could have worked as a permanent situation. He was like that, cooking. That, that, that could have worked as, as his rebirth. He was absolutely cooking. When? In the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. doubt. It looked he, like he was. He was going to win MVP of that game. But I mean. If but, he had been healthy. He but, was going to win MVP. Yeah, but I mean, but look. When, when, when did OBJ ever do that when it was his team? He was the number one. That's Cooper Cup. That's, that's a loaded team that he went to. And he was the next guy. Like well, I mean, the Giants just weren't. You're gonna win your one on ones because you're getting one on ones. The Giants just weren't good, but I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, he got to the Giants at the end of Eli's tenure, and the beginning of Daniel Jones. And them first three years, he was bananas. He was. Okay, look, who who, who was Mike Evans' quarterback early in his career? You know, they weren't Hall of Mike Evans is on the list. I know. Yeah, and he deserves to be. He, he it's okay with it. I'm okay with that. OBJ doesn't belong on that list. It ain't he, even close. Has to Mike played his, played his whole career in Tampa? No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I thought you meant is it written his career already, uh-uh. kind of. Uh-uh. No, he's not done. So, who, who was the quarterback when he first got to Tampa? It wasn't Jameis. It wasn't? It wasn't Jameis yet. No, man. Uh, Mike Evans and OBJ both came out in 14. Jameis came out the next year in 15. So, I don't know who that quarterback was uh, his rookie year. But, um, and look what he did in college with Johnny Manziel. And then he went to the pros and... He lit it up. And with Jameis Winston, who would throw you 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. Nah, literally. He's got the numbers still, That's though. crazy. Like, it is. Mike Evans yeah. is that dude. Yeah, I ain't Mike tripping. Evans is a bad guy. I ain't tripping he's, for he's, y'all having him on the list. But I'm just saying, like, OBJ, nah. Three years ain't enough for me, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. Because because more of his, like, like, because he's in, what, year seven at this point. So more of his book has been written. And, and those three years are all that we have of him where we go, he's one of those guys. Then it's kind of hard to look at him as in as bright of a light as a Justin Jefferson, who we only have the three years of. In all three years, is like he's one of those guys. But he's and he's also got more than a catch that I can remember that I can think about. I don't know what his if, numbers if, were, if, but his numbers were. They were the best of any receiver in the history of football. In the history of football, over the first three years, yeah. yes. And that's basically what Justin Jefferson has been on track to do since he got in the league. Until he got hurt, I don't know if he. I can't remember if this is his third or fourth year, but Justin Jefferson's been essentially right on that same track. This is his third year, I think. I would like to see the DBs he was going up against at that time. Also, it didn't matter. OBJ was cooking everybody. He did some disgusting shit to the Ravens one. Hey, yeah, I remember. It. Hey, it was, it was so bad that when Jason Garrett was calling the game the other night and the OBJ caught a slant, Jason Garrett literally like almost had a panic attack. Because uh, he used to take catch those slants and we'll take him home. And then he was out the gate. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He definitely would do that. Yeah, so, man. Good three years, man. You know, he was a hell of an athlete. He but was he running was just, past you and he was dancing like fucking Michael Jackson in the end zone. For, for me, mostly, it, I can just, I don't know, maybe the, the injuries are clouding my judgment for the most part. I just remember my always being on the injury list. On the injury list. That, that's what's going to define his career, Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, he's um, one of those big what ifs. He's, he's tore his ACL more times than that three years that you said. He's probably I mean, tore his ACL four times. He's, he's arguably Derrick Rose. Pretty good year. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, pretty much. He's he's a young like pretty when he much. was young when he first got here. We were like, oh my god. And Derrick Rose will be a top seventy five player. And then the ACLs all went to butter, and it was like, man, what if they had? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. What if? But, but to this day, nobody puts out a better workout tape. 
If you watch, if you watch his little workout highlights, boy, you think he, you would think he is the best receiver of all time. That is true. That time. is true. Yep. And then he'll go out there and get hurt right and after. Whoever his videographer and editor is, they they can hype him up. Yeah, yeah. Until he twists his ankle. Gotta love it. Yep. Keep shooting those videos. There we go. So that's it, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've enjoyed. Uh, we got it done. 25-25-25. They were all pretty similar. Uh, I think my my list and Nick's list were a little bit more closer. Uh, than Terrence's, but yeah, good stuff. Yeah, Michael Irvin is 16. Yeah, man, I, like I said, I didn't even think he was the first ballot. Mm. I didn't think he was the first ballot. I didn't. I That's think so I think the three Super Bowls is what clouds people's judgment. Like, he's got three Super Like, do y'all think Troy Aikman as good as he was? You think he was the first ballot? It's because he got three Super Bowls. He's not a first ballot, though. I always thought. I, I Emmitt Smith's that, not the best running back that you've ever seen, but he's got the numbers. I, right, I personally thought that Irvin made Aikman more than Aikman made Irvin. Okay. That may be breaking, or that may be a hot take to some. Maybe. Wait, Aikman, what did you was, say Aikman was extremely I, I like, uh, accurate, though. I feel like, I feel like Irvin made make Aikman more than Aikman made Irvin. Yeah, I agree with that. And and everything else that was around Aikman for that matter. Yeah. I could agree, agree with, with it too. That. I could agree with it, too. So he's on the list? I'm just saying that I don't think he is better than, I got him at 16, Art Monk got more numbers, played more longer. He's not better than Andre Johnson or Rising. That's crazy. I got Andre 13 and 14. Yeah, Sterling, bad boy, I told you. Isaac, Tim Bryant. No, I'm not putting them above those people. Marvin, no. When it gets crazy, then no. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't think he's better than the people behind him. Some of the people like Steve Smith, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I'll give you Chad. Uh, Andre Reid had better numbers. Torrey Hope was probably a better receiver also. Mm. I'm just being real. But three Super Bowls. What are you gonna say? He's well, all he's got to go today. But that's what he did. The thing about it with Torrey Holt too is like that was, third down that was the I beginning. Like that was the beginning of the revolution of football. Absolutely. In, into the passing game that we that we see now. Like you know, the greatest show on turf. Da 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 da. So like from a number standpoint, you make a look at Torrey Holt against a, a Michael Irvin, but I, I don't think realistically, or like you know, from a football sense, you would look at it and go, Torrey Holt was a better receiving talent than Michael Irvin. Yeah. Well. It's like I was saying about Irvin, man. Everything was, everything he did was of quality. Right. Everything no, no, he did no, no. was was geared towards. Michael Irvin was one of the first guys, like before it beca- before it became a quality a, a quantity game, where it was like, yeah, you, I see why you he's throw different. only when you need to, and when they needed to, he was there to make. Right. The I see why he's different than yeah. some of these other guys. He definitely was they, there to make. They the they were one of the last like real old school teams, and they didn't you know. It was all y'all noticed when you watched football early. It was run on first down, run on second down, throw on third down. It, unless it's third or short. Yeah. <laughs> if it's third or short, you run on third down, and you need you repeat that damn process. Right. And that was how they played. Yep. And you know, hey, if it was third and five, third and six, they were going to throw it, and an old playmaker was out there to go jump and grab it, man. And mm-hmm. there was another one that had a, that I feel like had a good career, albeit kind of cut short, that nobody's mentioned. Plaxico Burns, Des Bryant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Plex might have been Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe Dez. How many years did Dez play? I think he got like seven or eight with the Cowboys. Yeah, he had some good years now. I used to like Dez. I he, did. He was one of those for about he, six of them. He was. He was. Yeah, the Achilles tear. Yeah. Heard him. Yeah. What about yeah. Michael Crabtree? Nope. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I, me either. I, I just, I put that's for somebody like, listening. Don't put, I, I don't put, put that mediocre receiver on that list. And yeah, that just see you agree. <laughs> I put I put Dez on. The yeah, I think you're probably joking, him. but yeah, that's my, that's I, my I, Sherman I, reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put Dez a couple tears. Above. I, that was just for somebody who who's probably listening who thinks that he probably should be on this list. Somebody who thought Ooh. that he's the 
Well, he thinks he's the third best 49er of all time. I'm just looking at this and I think that's what he jets on for yeah, Florida State. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, guys, we're done with the list. We did it. Next is top five tight ends of all time. It's so many wide receivers, we had to do 25. Yeah. But with tight ends, we're going to stop at five. Next, we're going to just do five. Real tough. And, 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 yeah, it's, it is because there's so many. Oh, man, there's some good tight ends out there, man. Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, do 10 Jason Witten. Huh? We might should do 10. I think five is going to make it extremely tight. We might should do 10. I think that's what makes it more juicier. Can you think of 10, though? We'll talk about it. Can you think of 10 without having to go to the Kelly Winslow Juniors and stuff? I mean, Kelly Winslow from back in the day, the dad. or, or Shannon, Gronk. Shannon's top five, though, right? Tony. I'm just, I'm just kind okay. of putting the guys that are in the conversation. Okay. Shannon, Tony, Gronk, Kelsey, uh, Jimmy, Witten. Who? Who? Jimmy right. Graham? Yeah. Witten. Top 10? Okay. Antonio Gates. It's um, a lot of those guys. Yes. How many you got there? That's seven. Okay, so we need three more to make ten. See, I think we're going to have to reach out to that, though. But I agree with those names. But you may have to come with somebody today now. I don't know how much further you go back for tight ends. I mean, uh, they don't have the numbers at all. And it was a different time where they really were blocking and not Vernon, actually receiving. Vernon Davis, Heath I, Miller. I would love for you to put Vernon Davis um, on your list, of course. Heath Miller? He was like that for a while. Yeah, Stiller. Yeah. He kind of was. He, he was yeah. like that. Dallas Clark. That was like Big Ben's. Oh, Dallas Clark. Oh, shit. Don't, that's who gave me nightmares. Uh, yeah, that's, I forgot about Dallas. There. there you go. Yeah, you coming with it now. Yeah. So that's about nine then. Now. That's, so yeah, that's, more. that's nine to ten, yeah. Yeah, you're right. We'll do top ten. We might we'll do top ten. ten on that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So top ten tight ends of all time. That's what we're going to do when we come back. And we'll also be wrapping up week 13 uh, who won the bet between Jarvis and Nick? Eagles, 49ers, and uh, uh, some interesting things about the Baltimore Ravens to come. They're still number one in the AFC, and um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do down the stretch. So many people talking about Lamar Jackson and the lack of playoff wins, even though Justin Herbert is not even going to be there. And he won't even be there. Ain't and got John, and Josh and Allen might not be there. This year. Might not. And Josh Allen might not be there if he don't tighten up. Before we go, Terrence. You're the AFC guy. Who's yeah. going to get that seventh seed in the AFC? Who, who do you see getting it right now? Just if you, if I had a gun in your head, give me a team right now. Broncos. Ooh, that was cool. Ooh. They are in a row. Yeah. Five straight. I think, are they in as of now? They're still in, they're in the hunt right no, now. No, they're still in the hunt right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. even Buffalo's in the hunt. They're, they're nine right now. The Colts are seven right now? They're, they're nine, but they're telling you the Colts are seven. So the Texans are in the but hunt, they got, too? They got the same Texans record. Texans are in the hunt, they're, too. They're, the, that's the, a big game the coast tomorrow. The Coastal Texans and the Broncos are all six and five, but that's the orders for seven, eight, and nine. Coast Texans, Broncos, Broncos, and Texans are going to be a very, very, very big game. That's going to be a big game. I so who, who, wanna... who gets five and six? Which is Pittsburgh and Cleveland right now. Well, Cleveland falls. Cleveland will fall out. Cleveland will so fall. You, so you think Houston gets in? Yeah, I do. Yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. If the defense so can sharpen it up, so a Houston, bit. Denver. You think Houston will be above Denver? No, probably not though because Denver got the defense. Denver, yeah, Denver. Russell's not turning the ball over anymore. So you, so you moving Denver to six? I'd move Denver to six. Yeah, and Houston to seven. Who else is over there in the hunt? Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo will get in. Cincinnati. Uh, and and then you got uh, who the hell is winning the East right we're now? We're pretty sure Cincinnati oh, no, no, and Cleveland are going to be Yeah, Buffalo. Out, right? Buffalo will get in. Buffalo will get in. 
They probably still can get in, yeah. They'll get in. They'll be a dangerous player. Yeah, watch team out if the they bottom. get in at seven, too. Yeah, they'll in. be a dangerous playoff team at the bottom yeah. now. You don't want to be number two. You'd rather be you number one. You do not want to be number so, two. In so, then. so Denver, Houston, uh, Buffalo is five, six, seven, you think? They were, they were, that might work. Yeah. That would be a hell of a comeback for for, for Denver. That man. would. That, that would that would be crazy. And so I want to take this time and say before we get out of here, a lot of times I say things too soon. I said two black quarterbacks would be in Super Bowl 56. They were played in Super Bowl 57. I said last year the Broncos were going to do good things. Bronco country, let's ride. I said it for about five or six weeks and said, damn it, I guess we ain't riding nowhere this year in Denver. Now here they go. Here they are. He's getting some goodies now when he goes on. See, y'all was giving them goodies up now. What is she, like five or six she, months? He's playing the good. Goodies, the goodies have been gone. Yeah, yeah. That's why she's knocked up again. That's, that's about the time they got to cut it off, to my understanding. That's and, and this is the only thing that's probably been, been 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 messing with Russell Wilson's uh, game. You know, he just he ain't got any strength. He, you know, he's he he's been saving it all up in that protein, and he's been battering it up, and he's been he's been shooting it in his in his wife Sierra, and he ain't had much left. He's been drained maybe for the past yep. few seasons. Here. Oh my goodness! Did I did I did I did I say all that on wax? My fault. Yeah, okay, we're gonna get sued. Okay, so I got a little R rated here. We ain't um, got no money. It's shout out to Edge. Uh, but yeah, look, I'm just saying. Like <laughs> now he's doing his thing though, and Sean Payton has said, "Hey man, look, we just gonna run the ball more. Don't turn the ball over." And the defense is looking like I said it would look in the beginning of the year. So now, finally, Bronco country. That's right. But they're a dangerous team, T. They are if they dangerous. get in at five. Yeah. That means that the playoffs started today, and they were five. They would play. Who's four? Who's four? Four is Miami, I believe. Okay, it'll be one of those division winners. See, that four could be Miami. see that could be a game that where Denver could go in there and beat Miami. They could, and then be the revenge sitting, game sitting around. Oh, Miami's four revenge game. Seventy Three, points. Kansas City's two. Baltimore's one. It was all good just a week ago. Yep. Or, or eight weeks ago, however one you want to look at it, that could definitely be a good story. Though, yep. too. damn. All right, guys. So it was a great show. And AFC playoff picture is once again going to be uh, very interesting. The NFC picture is not as, as difficult and confusing as y'all is over there in the American Conference, uh, Terrence. But I know you ain't tripping no way because y'all y'all ahead of the pack right now. Nah, ahead of the pack. We got the week off. Got a week uh, off. Just got to worry about Pittsburgh, man. If, if, if we are Wolverine, if we are Wolverine, Pittsburgh is absolutely saber tooth, And they're just always around. Even when they're not good, they're around. Who's Pittsburgh playing again on Sunday? Because their schedule don't look hard at all, I don't think, the rest of the way. From what I saw, Matt, Pittsburgh's going to get 11 or 12 Arizona wins. Arizona play man. Arizona. Yeah. They could, definitely well, they, could, they could very well get 11 or 12 wins. I think they can wins. get 11. I think they can get 11 and possibly. And they're going to get them all by just beating you with one defensive player game. Pretty much. Just staying close. And Ohio Smith or Watt is going to come through with a strip sack. Yeah, but they fired their OC and they all. Oh, another thing, guys, when you're making your bets, ladies and gentlemen, who, whoever's doing their bets and their parlays when they're gambling, pay attention to the teams that fire someone. They always win the next week. Yep. Buffalo did it after they fired their OC. Raiders. Steelers did it after they fired their OC. The Raiders won two straight after they fired their OC and no, head, coach. head coach. Head coach, I mean, and benched a quarterback. Pay attention to that stuff when they fire somebody. You know, pay attention to it. Uh, the Detroit Lions and the Saints. That's a trap game. Watch out for that game, y'all. Because the Detroit Lions, I hate to say the word, do for a loss. 
This is just what happens sometimes. It's going to be a game that's not going to go the way you expected. It. It's going to mess up your football sheet or your parlays or something. Yeah, Watch out for Detroit and New Orleans. I wouldn't fuck with it because it's only a four and a half on the spread. And yeah, some shit I touched the lines at minus 210. That plus 176 looks tempting, though. Watch out because the Saints need a win. They're, them and the Atlanta Falcons are tied for first place at five and six. Mm-hmm. Watch out for Atlanta losing on the road to the Jets. I know the Jets aren't good, but neither are the Falcons on the road. Those are the games you should watch out for. Uh, you know, Miami at Washington. No, Miami's What's coming spread off the on that, 20 points? Yeah, nine and a half. Nine <laughs> really? and a half. Yeah. Should have yeah. been more. You think so? Washington can put up some points, though. Yeah, they, they will put up points, though. Uh, Eric B. I mean, they will put up points that even with the quarterback. That could be an upset of the week. You never know. I don't know about covering a nine and a half, that's for sure. But, um... At plus three fifty, now Washington probably ain't winning, but that that can mess around and be an upset of the week. Miami has not covered at all this year. I don't think not much. They don't cover when they shoot. Or when at you think at they least win. that game is. I, I would be willing to bet that game is going to be. They, they the Washington's going to cover. Okay, for damn sure. I okay, and they, that's going to be a two point game. Probably. So you think Washington has a better chance beating Miami than Green Bay has of beating Kansas City on Sunday night? Yeah, I, th- I think I think yeah they're trying to get out a little too much. Hmm. Well, why? Well, the Packers are plus one ninety four, and it's only a six point spread. The, the Commanders is plus three fifty. They're saying the Packers got a better chance though than what you're telling me, Nick. I mean, according to the, Vegas, the, I think I think the Chiefs are cover that spread. You said the Chiefs six, six point spread. Six. Yep. Yeah, Chiefs cover that. Well, pay attention to what. T- pay attention to these two things on that over under and the spread. Okay. It's in you Kansas got, City. No, it's in Green Bay. On Sunday night, so it's going to be cold. Mm. All right, you got minus six. I mean, you got minus 104 for KC if you're picking in the cover. And you got minus 118 for the Packers if you're picking in the cover at the plus six. Mm-hmm. When they have that, that big of a gap, minus 104 versus minus 118, I'm not saying the Packers are going to upset them. I'm saying the Chiefs will win by six or less. I mean, not six. They'll, they'll win by five or less. Mm-hmm. Watch out for that stuff. I'm just trying to, you know, just... Just, just kind of hip you out. Uh, I, I'm not saying I know it all. I'm just saying that those, they hardly ever go. And the Milwaukee Bucks, if you ever see them on your parlays, stop picking them to cover. They're not doing it right now. I don't care if it says 9 12-and-a-half. They ain't going to do it. I don't care if they play in the Portland Trailblazers. They'll beat the Trailblazers by 8. I'm, I'm telling you now. If the they ain't figured, they ain't if figured the it out. If reasonable, Kansas City will cover. What do you call reasonable? I mean, as long as I'm not trying to deal with a fucking snowstorm mm-hmm. or some <laughs> cra- crazy heavy rain and wind. Like, yeah, we it, know the Chiefs ain't gonna catch it in the snowstorm. <laughs> if it's just cold and maybe like a light drizzle or something, yeah, Chiefs will win it because they'll, they'll be able to play ball. Chiefs, Chiefs will cover. Okay, all right, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna cover though. I'm not, I'm not sure if they're gonna win, but I don't. Know if they're gonna cover. If that line stays like that, like it is now, it's at six at minus one eighteen on this on the plus six, I'm taking the plus that, six. They win by a touchdown. We'll see. We will see. Did the Chiefs win last week? Right, they won last week, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, was that the Eagle game? We beat them two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. So the Chiefs had to win last week. Yeah, they won last week. I don't know who they beat. Yeah, they, they beat, beat the uh, Raiders. They beat the Raiders. That's right. That's right. And the Raiders jumped up to fourteen nothing, and then the Chiefs came back to life. But, yeah, mm-hmm. look, man, watch out, man, because the Raiders were still giving them some problems. The Packers are kind of rolling right now, and they're coming off a bye, if I'm not mistaken. So, just saying. Guys, we're out of time. Our 90 minutes is up. 
We did it. We had a great show. Top 10 tight ends. I can't wait to hear these guys' list. I can't wait to, you know, figure out how I'm going to do mine and where I'm going to do with it. I can't wait to see how we view these tight ends. Because I know Kelsey versus Gronk versus, I hate to say it, but Gonzalez. I think that's going to be an interesting matchup on where we view those guys. Yeah. I really do. I really do. Somebody somebody told me at the food truck, man, Gronk to go. I'm like, really? You must have forgot. So, I probably already told you who my number one is. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll save it for the next episode. We'll save it. Yep. Appreciate you guys. And I uh, appreciate you all listening. Again, rate, review, follow. Great debate shows available wherever you get your podcast. Hey, if you're in the Mid-South area, you're looking for some photos, and you're trying to get some stuff going, Terrence, why don't you tell them who they can go see? If they want some videos or they want, you know, just photography or whatever. What's the ground again? Across, <laughs> is it still across the river? Yeah, unless it's a rap video, go to somebody else. Anything else across the river for our productions, you can find me on Facebook, same name. You would make a lot of you would make all the money if you, if you did a rap video because I, I bet everybody wants to do one. Yeah, I gotta wear I gotta wear a bulletproof vest and shoot a rap video. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I'm gonna drop a rap video. Would you shoot mine? I would actually. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, all right. Across the across the river, productions, productions man, yep. Terrence Smith. If you're in the mid south area or North Mississippi, you know, hey, holler at him. Um, and that's it, man. That's all we got. We're done. We will be back. Eagles Niners. Let us know on Facebook, Birds or whatever. When I come back, I will be hollering. I know you're out this bird gang crap, but in the end, it's gonna be bang bang. Niner gang. We out. We out this bitch. Oh. They had a debate about Devontae Smith. They said nobody would take, uh, nobody would pick anybody before A.J. Brown, looking at the Niners and Eagles, talent-wise. But they said they would take Devo over Devontae Smith. Correct. Do you agree? No. Correct? Correct. So, Stephen A. Smith's on correct. Debo, Debo Samuel would be the third receiver on the Eagles. Bart, Bart Scott is and on so, correct. And so would Brandon Ayuk. Both of them would be the third receiver on the Eagles. <laughs> With all this said, they're going to get their ass smoked like a Philly blunt. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to go live and I'm going to be flopping my arms. I'm going to be doing the Eagle, the T.O., the Eagles. <laughs> or what he was doing when he was a cowboy. And I love that how he was mocking y'all then. Uh, man, I can't wait, man. 325. 425 Eastern. It's going down. We out, y'all. Y'all be safe out there. Happy <laughs> retirement, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Peace out, guys. I'm surprised he didn't make your list. <laughs> <laughs>